You're listening to Khan Podcasts. the Foreign Languages Channel of the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, April the 25th. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Israel is honoring its fallen today, a solemn day that this year has been fraught with the political turmoil engulfing the country and amid ongoing security tensions to terrorist attacks that left six wounded less than 24 hours apart. A two-minute siren sounded at 11 a.m. this morning in memory of the 24,213 people who fell in service since 1860 and the 4,255 people murdered in terror attacks, followed by official memorial ceremonies at military cemeteries around the country. In Jerusalem, Israel Air Force jets flew over Mount Herzl in a missing man formation immediately after the siren, followed by the state memorial ceremony in the presence of the president, the prime minister, the Knesset speaker, the Supreme Court president, and other dignitaries. It was later followed by the state memorial ceremony for those killed in terror attacks, where President Isaac Herzog, speaking a short while ago, again appealed to the nation to overcome the deep divisions. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, in his remarks earlier, said this year, more than ever, we remember that we are brothers. He also pledged to return the missing and captive Israelis. Netanyahu's remarks passed without incident. Outside Mount Herzl, several bereaved families held signs protesting the mixing of politics with mourning. At other military cemeteries around the world, confrontations and speeches by politicians were disrupted. At the Beersheba Military Cemetery, a focal point of tension over the participation of National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir, several of those in attendance shouted, shame, go home, respect this place, when the minister was introduced. During his remarks, some families sang the Independence War era song, Shir Hareut, Others at the cemetery clapped. At the cemetery in Usafia, demonstrators prevented Cabinet Minister Gila Gamliel from entering, and after about a half-hour standoff, she left without speaking. The mayor, Rafik Halabi, said that the protest was not against her personally, but against the government. A drive-by shooting attack in the Binyamin region. Shots were fired this morning from a Palestinian car at participants in a memorial run for the fallen. A 28-year-old man sustained moderate hand injuries. Megan David Adom evacuated him to Hadassah and Karim Hospital in Jerusalem. The terrorist fled the scene, and Israeli security forces have been carrying out searches for them. The shooting attack came a day after five people were wounded, one of them seriously, in a car ramming attack near Jerusalem's Machane Yehuda Market. The terrorist, an East Jerusalem resident, was shot and killed by an armed civilian who was at the scene. Israel's security forces are on a heightened alert for terror attacks during Memorial Day and Israel's Independence Day, which begins tonight and concludes tomorrow. Because of the warning, security has also been stepped up at synagogues and Israeli missions abroad. A closure imposed on Judea, Samaria and the Gaza Strip over the national holidays in Israel will be lifted tomorrow at midnight, subject to a situation assessment. 
Israel's 75th Independence Day celebrations will begin this evening at a torchlighting ceremony on Mount Herzl in Jerusalem that marks the conclusion of Memorial Day. More than 10,000 people took part in the joint Israeli-Palestinian Memorial Day ceremony last night in Tel Aviv. Organizers said that it was the largest attendance since the ceremony began 18 years ago. Representatives of bereaved families spoke, and a clip was shown that was filmed two weeks ago with the participation of Yonatan Geffen, the Israeli poet, songwriter, and activist who died last week. And meanwhile, as part of a joint initiative between kibbutzim and members of the Haredi Orthodox community, several ultra-Orthodox attended Memorial Day ceremonies at several kibbutzim. An organizer said the aim of the project is to try to foster unity. Thousands of IDF soldiers in their mandatory service this morning received an app alert, which turned out to be false, to return to their bases. The IDF spokesperson said it was a malfunction and the cause was being looked into. And abroad, U.S. President Joe Biden has officially announced he will seek a second term. In a video entitled, Let's Finish the Job, the 80-year-old Democratic president says there is nothing more important or sacred to Americans than personal freedom. The weather outlook, seasonal temperatures tomorrow, Israel's Independence Day, will be slightly warmer, especially in the hills and inland Thursday warmer. Friday cooler with a chance of rain in the north and center. Winds picking up with haze in the south. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, 21, Haifa, 19, Beersheba, 25, and Inelat, going up to 31 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page. <laughs>